Hello, and welcome to Stories Told by Friends. I'm your host, Dave Dirksen, and today I'm your storyteller as well, as I'm sitting here on my own. December 22nd, kind of gray, snowy day. It's certainly enhanced by the warm glow of the Christmas lights, the fire going. Well, okay, it's an electric fireplace, but anyway, you know, adds to the ambience. Now that I'm talking this way, I'm kind of feeling a little bit of a friendly giant vibe. And look at the snow. Last night, down it came. A lot of snow. Look up. Way up. Are you ready? Here's my castle. It's kind of that cozy curl up in a chair made for two kind of setting here. And speaking of the friendly giant... When you hear that theme song, anybody who grew up in the 70s, that just transports you right back to childhood with Friendly Giant and his recorder. And of course there's Jerome the Giraffe and that little harp playing chicken, whatever his name was, I don't really remember. But now don't confuse them with Casey and Finnegan, that's a completely different thing. But. Anyway, here I am, it's December 22nd, and I was reminded yesterday of those people who have birthdays in December, late December in particular, and they kind of feel like they're a little bit missed or passed over by the festivities of the Christmas season. They don't get their own due in terms of their birthday parties, so my mum tells the story of her and her younger brother, Walter on Christmas Eve, his birthday, being sent to bed at 6 p.m. so that their parents could set up all of the Christmas decorations and the Christmas tree, and they would sit in anticipation at the top of the stairs. Little kids couldn't sleep, of course, not at 6 p.m., but that makes me think that his birthday was largely about preparing for Christmas. Anyway, the story that I'd like to tell you starts with A tune, another evocative tune, something that transports you to a a particular time and place, like the Friendly Giant theme song. But in this case, it was a song that my Uncle Walter composed and made up. So earlier this year, don't remember exactly when, in spring sometime, I was doing the dishes or some other mundane chore, and this tune, this little ditty that my Uncle Walter had composed came fully into my mind for whatever reason. And as soon as I heard it in my mind and that I was humming it, it transported me back to a time when I was a kid. And I remember entering my uncle and aunt's home. They were both piano teachers and they didn't have any children. And so it was a very sophisticated adult home very different from the home that I lived in with my four siblings and my parents and uh, cats and always things going on, toys and games and sporting equipment and, you know, just a big noisy hubbub all the time. At Uncle Walter and Aunt Edna's home, there was a very restrained and calm feeling. Their furniture was, I thought, chic. I mean, I was a nine or ten year old Mennonite kid. I didn't know much about the world, but they it seemed chic to me. It was always 
so tidy and there was nothing around really for a kid to play with necessarily. On the main floor studio, which was my Uncle Walter's, it was dominated by his gleaming grand piano. It was his prized possession and his livelihood. Plus, it had been signed by Rachmaninoff, so quite a special piece and not something that he would want damaged or scuffed up by some rammy kid. So I marveled at the place and I went in wide-eyed, but given that I was a very active nine-year-old who basically never wanted to sit still for anything or think too much about much, this mature and rarefied environment had me a little unnerved and unsure as to how I could or should be in that space. My uncle was a very good-natured and humorous guy, but he was also a serious adult guy. I mean, I think the only game that I could see set up in that space was probably a chess set, which I would turn into a football game and have them smashing into each other. I was not really in tune with that environment necessarily, and it certainly wasn't a place to run around or throw balls or do the other things that I was accustomed to. In that very sophisticated and adult space, I often felt a little uncomfortable and unsure of myself because I knew that there were some things that were inappropriate there that maybe I was used to doing at home or elsewhere. So I'm not sure if my uncle perceived this from me and wanted to make a connection, but when I would enter his home, interestingly, he would play a particular theme song. Now, I have to say that my middle name is Walter. I'm I'm named after him, and yet we didn't have a really strong connection or or set of common interests or or ways to connect. I was the only child of the five in my family who didn't take piano lessons from him. I put up a huge stink because I was not one to sit or concentrate very much. I I wasn't a big fan of school in the first place. So once I got out of school, it was time to just let loose. So we didn't have the strongest or easiest of relationships. But when I would enter his home, this place that I'm sure he knew kept me a little bit off balance or uneasy, he would sit down at his piano and play a song which he called David's song, something that he composed as a little welcoming ditty, my kind of like my walk-up music if I was a major league baseball player. But he would play this to welcome me to the home. He didn't compose a, a song for any of my siblings. It was a special thing that he did for me and created a real great connection. And that was the song that came into my head earlier this year that I hadn't thought of for decades. This past summer, some of my very talented family members from Winnipeg came to visit, and we spent some time in the evening playing music together. My brother-in-law, Mel, who is a very talented piano player in his own right and, uh, and can compose and transcribe, etc., sat down at the piano and, and I asked him, whether he could figure out this tune that was in my head only that I remembered my uncle composing for me. And so I started to hum it to him a little bit, 
and he started figuring out what the progression was in this song. And then my eldest sister and my brother, who are 10 and 11 years older than I am, came over and and they started contributing because they remembered this song as well being played for me. And they remembered a little bit more about how it went and maybe the key it was in and those sorts of things. And so we went through this reminiscing process and figured out this song. And so by the end of the evening, I recorded my brother-in-law playing this song that uh, had been composed for me and that was a great special memory given that my uncle Walter passed away a number of years ago. We played it and, and thought about the significance of that song. And later on, I played it on a number of occasions um, and tried to add a little bass line to it and, you know, was having some fun with it. I analyzed it a little bit and I thought I'd found this little mystery in the song. I thought I had figured out that it was in C minor. And so I looked up C minor. I thought, hmm, a, a minor key for kind of a welcoming song seems odd because minor keys are supposed to be kind of sad or brooding or introspective. And so I thought maybe I was onto something here. And so I looked up the key of C minor and I found that the characteristics of the key of C minor are those of love, but also lamenting maybe slightly unhappy relationships or lamenting lost opportunities with people we love. And there's, there's a bit of a longing there in search of something different. And so I was wondering, going back to my relationship with my uncle, he was a, a very accomplished pianist. He had studied in Vienna, uh, had been part of the distinguished Lyle Gustin studio in Saskatoon, and was, was always playing the organ and piano in church and had, you know, very high level students and all that. So he, he was someone who understood music in a, at a very deep level. And so I was wondering if he had composed this in C minor as a bit of a message to me, even realizing that I wouldn't understand the message, or maybe it was just his way of expressing how he felt about our relationship uh, he was very close with my mom. My middle name was his. And maybe he had hoped that we would be closer or more connected or have more common interests. So when I was playing around with the tune and thinking about that, I was thinking, isn't that interesting that this simple little welcome tribute ditty that he would play for me maybe had a deeper meaning. And so that's what I read into it. Later, when I shared this with my brother-in-law, Mel, he broke it down and said, well, it's not really in C minor. So everything that I had projected onto it was probably not there. Although the mood has maybe some of that same sentiment that I thought was there. Anyway, it was an interesting way of reflecting on the relationship with a special person in my life uh, who I remember fondly who had a birthday on December 24th. And so here on December 22nd, I'm remembering him and all those other people who maybe get uh, forgotten at, uh, at the Christmas season, whether they have a birthday or maybe they're just forgotten for other reasons. So we remember them and remember those special times with them.
And isn't that nice? Here we are by the Christmas tree with the soft glowing light, the electric fireplace going, friendly giant vibes going, and that's it. That's it for me. For my own outro, of course, it's the song that Uncle Walter composed for me and that my brother-in-law Mel lovingly recaptured. I will share with you the recording from that fun night with my family. So here it is. Okay. All right. This is awesome. This is many versions of the the Walter Teeson original uh, My Song for Dave Dirksen. enjoyed the story. I hope you'll keep in touch. We will continue to record and share stories periodically in 2022. And I look forward to connecting with you via phone 306-665-3101 or email stories told by friends at gmail.com. And I wish you all the best for 2022.